Shalom, good morning, and praise God. Welcome to our Friday morning devotion, uh, where we continue with uh, the theme of divine enlargement uh, through outreach. And uh, when we talk about uh, uh, divine enlargement, our key test uh, is uh, from the book of uh, Isaiah 54, uh, 1 to 3, and I will read that very quickly. Shout for joy, O barren one, she who has not given birth. Break forth into joyful shouting and rejoice, she who has not gone into labor. For uh, the sons of the desolate, one will be more numerous than the sons of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the sight of your tent. Uh, stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare them. Lengthen your tent ropes and make your pegs firm. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. And uh, your descendants will take possessions of nations and will inhabit uh, deserted cities. Uh, so that is our theme for the year about expansion and we are talking about expansion through outreach uh, in that uh, we were given the great commission uh, when Jesus told us to go therefore and make disciples of all nations uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to observe everything that uh, he has commanded us. And uh, so uh, we have this great commission uh, to bring many uh, to the knowledge of the Lord, to reconcile them uh, to the Lord Jesus and so as we talk about uh, divine enlargement uh, this incorporates enlargement of the body of believers and uh, that uh, will happen through outreach as we go uh, to all the nations to all people groups making them uh, disciples of jesus christ so we've been looking at uh, different uh, aspects in the week and uh, today i want us to look at uh, uh, desire and decision let's pray even as uh, we get into this discussion and prayer mighty and everlasting father in the name of jesus we give you thanks for the way that you've led us this year on uh, this topic and uh, theme of uh, divine enlargement. We thank you that uh, this is aligned uh, to many scriptures where you are promising us uh, uh, growth. You are promising us multiplication. And Lord God Almighty, uh, we want to commit ourselves into your hands, even as uh, we look at yet another aspect uh, of this divine uh, uh, enlargement 
where we're looking at uh, uh, desire and uh, decision making, we pray that you lead us and guide us by your Holy Spirit, because we prayed, trusting and believing in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're talking about desire and decision making. Uh, desire is a strong feeling of wanting to have something, of or wishing for something to happen. So we can be talking, of, we can express it in terms of I want, I wish, I'm look, longing for, I'm looking forward to, you know. And uh, it's important to appreciate that uh, there can be all manner of desires. They can be desires for positive things, but also desires for negative things. For example, uh, a man will desire a woman in lust, and this is not positive. So that desire is inappropriate, and it's better not even to have it. But we are talking about having good desires that are aligned to God's will, purpose, and plan. And this is why uh, we are told in Psalm 37, 4, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. So once our delight is to serve the Lord, uh, then the desires that we'll have will be holy, and God will grant this but uh, many other times whenever we want, we talk about uh, uh, holy things, uh, people just think about church. And I want to bring a point of balance here. Uh, the Christian or the believer is a whole person. All aspects are, of life are considered. It's not just uh, their church life. Uh, and uh, their ministry in church. It is the whole person, uh, which includes personal development, our work, our business, our family, and uh, even our community. So uh, we have to look at it uh, very holistically. And uh, so uh, there are times when uh, brethren would feel that, oh, this is kano i should not have this desire because it is something to do with the world that we live in but god has promised that he will give us as we delight ourselves in the road he will give us the desires of our heart he tells us that uh, to seek the kingdom first and his righteousness and the rest will be added so those list there are other things they are also uh, part of the equation. Uh, personally, <clears throat> I remember one uh, particular desire that I had and uh, uh, God granted it. This happened many, many years ago, even before I got uh, married. So that is over 20 years ago. <clears throat> I used to stay in a plot where there was one toilet and one bathroom for about uh, 10 rooms, some of which had families of five. And uh, as you would imagine, it was quite inconveniencing 
especially during bathroom lunch hours in the morning uh, when everybody is going to work and uh, you are all rushing for this one ba bathroom. So I decided to live in a house where I would, ha I would have a bathroom to myself. And I told God about it. And that same year, I got a servant quarter near Westlands uh, where I had a toilet and a bathroom to myself. So God granted uh, my desire. And uh, so uh, we're talking about uh, uh, things to do with ministry work. We're also talking about things to do uh, with our personal life. Our main text uh, for today is uh, uh, 2 Kings uh, chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. And I read, Now the sons of the prophet say to Elisha, Look now, the place where we live uh, near you is too small for us. Please let us go to the Jordan River and let each man take from there a beam for the building and let us make a place there for ourselves where we may live. And he answered, go. This is Elisha answering, telling them, go. And so the first thing uh, we see is a hurry dissatisfaction. I say hurry dissatisfaction uh, because uh, the, these people were, uh, were dissatisfied with uh, something that was aligned to uh, God's promises of expansion. Uh, but uh, maybe more than that, what I want to say is uh, that for there to be desire, there has to be dissatisfaction in the current uh, state. So if you look at the way they expressed it, they said, uh, the place where we live uh, uh, near you, is too small for us. That was the dissatisfaction. They felt uh, uh, squeezed. Uh, this was a place uh, where they would be taught by Elijah the prophet. Of course, I've also given my example of how I felt discontent uh, with the washroom facilities. So that uh, horrid dissatisfaction is uh, important and it's amazing that two people will be in the same situation but one will feel the need for something better or bigger but another will just uh, feel uh, nothing i believe that uh, it's not all the the sons of the prophet uh, who uh, felt dissatisfied with a small space. Uh, most likely, it could be a few. Maybe it could even be one of them uh, who felt, no, this is not right. I'm not satisfied in us squeezing here. And uh, so he expressed himself and he said, this place is too small for us. Uh, so, uh, even as uh, we walk uh, this journey of faith, 
uh, it's important to appreciate those things that are not right. And that does not mean that we are not uh, contented in the Lord. Uh, you know, there's this uh, statement by Paul in uh, 1 Timothy 6, 6, but godliness actually is a source of great gain when accompanied by contentment. Uh, what we mean by contentment here is uh, being satisfied or pleased with what God has uh, given us and being thankful uh, for it, even when we are still trusting him for more. Uh, so uh, we uh, will praise God for all that he has done for us. We will be thankful. Uh, but uh, we know God's word. We know God's promises. And so we'll continue to seek uh, more from God. Uh, the sons of the prophets were okay, continuing to get uh, their training in the small space, but they expressed a desire for change. Uh, if they would have uh, said that they can no longer continue to sit at uh, Elijah's teaching because the place was small, that would have been uh, rebellion and not in line with God's word. So sometimes uh, if it's not wholly dissatisfaction, uh, that might uh, be dissatisfaction that leads to sin. Uh, this is something like rebellion, because you can imagine how they would have acted if uh, they, were, they did not align themselves to God's way of working. So the best uh, way to check whether dissatisfaction is okay is whether it is in line with God's promises. Uh, for example, uh, we've just led uh, uh, the theme for the year where he's telling us to enlarge our tent in order to be able to take uh, more. Uh, and uh, uh, there are many scriptures in the Bible uh, showing us that our God is a God of increase, a God of multiplication. So it's therefore okay to be dissatisfied with things that are stagnant or regressive. For example, having a family where people remain religious but are not born again should definitely lead to dissatisfaction uh, for anybody walking in the spirit. So we need to check the things around us and identify things that are not okay things we truly should not be satisfied with or should be dissatisfied. And this would be a good basis to form a desire for change. Uh, the next thing is uh, uh, about uh, clarity on what the change should be. Because you might uh, have the desire but uh, you have no idea of what the change that you want. The sons of the prophet were very clear what they needed to expand this, this, the praise. They therefore did not make suggestions uh, to move to another location. But uh, how to deal with the problem at the same location? So they said uh, uh, they should go out and uh, uh, get the materials 
to make the praise uh, bigger. Uh, but uh, we should not uh, imagine that uh, every time God has to expand us uh, within the space we are in, sometimes he may be saying, I want you to move to a new place. So there are times when God may want us to change address. Uh, like uh, Paul had a desire to preach in Asia or modern day Turkey, but he was forbidden by the Holy Spirit uh, to uh, preach to other uh, to some regions in Turkey after which he received a call to go and preach in Macedonia that is in Greece uh, so uh, let God lead us in getting clarity on the way forward so that uh, the desire that we have is well conceptualized uh, like we see with the sons of uh, the prophet. Uh, they were led to see that they needed to expand that place. And uh, so they, there was a lot of clarity on uh, what they needed to do. Uh, the second element is the decision. We said we are talking about uh, uh, desire and uh, uh, taking uh, the decision and uh, what uh, we see uh, very clearly is that uh, there is the mental process uh, actually somebody said that uh, the first creation is mental you conceive it in the mind and then the second creation is physical so the physical creation follows the mental, just as a good building uh, follows a blueprint or uh, the construction plans. So uh, once you have the mental picture, like they had the mental picture, they needed to go to the Jordan uh, to cut uh, wood and come and make uh, the place. So of course that was uh, mental first but then it uh, there was the decision that they go now let's go uh, and so uh, the mental creation has already happened but then there is a decision uh, so they like in the they said in first two second king six two please please let us go to the jordan river and let each man take from there a beam for the building and let us make a place there for ourselves where we may live. So uh, there was a decision when we say let us do this, uh, let us have a crusade, uh, uh, let us contribute to this project. Uh, uh, let us uh, go and visit this prison. Uh, this is now the decision. The, we have moved from desire to decision, to the point of action, uh, even before the action happens. Because like when they say, uh, let each man, let, let us go to the Jordan. So it, they had not gone, but they made the decision. 
and uh, one of the biggest impediments uh, to growth and expansion is the failure to make a decision and it is a common frustration in places where you have a group of people uh, for there to be people who are expressing dissatisfaction and uh, the need for a change but they do not want to there engage their mind on their way forward uh, in meetings and i'm sure uh, most of you will have witnessed uh, this there will be people who will be saying no there's this problem there's this but they are not willing to offer any solutions they are not willing to go to the decision point and uh, when i encounter such people in meetings because it is uh, quite easy to spot them, I usually ask them what they think we should do. And uh, uh, what I have realized is that uh, uh, most of them uh, do not want to move beyond the, the, the discussion on the desire. And uh, so when I ask them, uh, what do you think we should do? Uh, you find that they are not ready at all and uh, sometimes they'll tell you okay let me think about it and then uh, maybe that would have been at the beginning of the meeting somewhere towards the end of the meeting you ask them uh, uh, what do you think we should do and they'll tell you oh I think what people have said is good enough because it's like uh, their mind does not shift uh, from uh, uh, the desire uh, for a change to the decision. And we really need to check against that. Uh, where all we do is to uh, hypothesize that, uh, okay, this is not okay, but uh, we are not willing to move beyond there. Uh, the decision is the way forward. And uh, we need uh, to trust God that uh, as we have this God desires in us, that there shall be a decision. Perhaps uh, you might uh, want to move to a big house. And uh, maybe one of the decisions might be, I want to now uh, uh, look out in uh, uh, this particular area because there are bigger houses there because if where you stay there are only one uh, uh, single rooms and you desire for expansion and uh, uh, or, or you, you, you are saying I want expansion but uh, you are not making a decision to do something you will be like the children or the sons of the prophet saying uh, this place is too small but uh, you have no they had the the uh, you have no decision like uh, the way they said let's get tiba and come and expand the place uh, so uh my question for you and me is uh for the desires that we have have we formulated the decision and uh, I've talked about prayer, and prayer is very important and should lead us to a decision. But it is in most cases by itself not the decision. Uh, 
So the decision is something else, but prayer will lead to the decision. And uh, most uh, stagnation in the Christian walk is due to ending the process at prayer. Uh, a decision is a conclusion or resolution least after uh, consideration. And I've already said prayer is definitely part of the equation as it will inform the decision. Uh, but uh, the decision in most cases will incorporate action. Mm, you know, somebody has lost a dear one. Yes, we pray for them. But we don't just pray. We also go and start with them. That is the decision. Let's go and visit them. Let's go have uh, uh, prayers in their house. Let's go and uh, uh, encourage them. Let, let's contribute. So we, we, when we look at salvation, we intercede for people to be saved. Uh, but the decision includes action to bring them to the knowledge of the saving uh, grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, yes, we will pray, but then we also need to take action. Uh, and uh, uh, before we now come to the action, because we are talking about desire and decision, and uh, we'll be looking at the action at later times. Uh, so, as uh, we look at uh, expansion through outreach, uh, there are certain decisions that we need to make. For example, our, our church is uh, in a neighborhood, uh, uh, has two neighborhoods, one not very well to do, another one very well to do. And we would want to reach uh, people in the two neighborhoods. And so the decision will incorporate uh, uh, the strategies that we are going to use. And uh, even uh, uh, maybe, maybe things like timelines. Okay, uh, this is what we are going to do to reach, let's say, uh, the people staying in these big compounds. This is what we are going to leash, to do to reach those uh, in uh, the uh, less affluent neighborhoods. And so there will be decisions on what we are going to do. And then those decisions uh, will be the one that uh, we will implement. And uh, uh, then we'll be talking about now action. But uh, for today, we want to edit there at uh, the area of uh, uh, desire and decision. And so as uh, we wind up, uh, uh, please uh, check in your heart, check how uh, your heart is. Is there uh, already satisfaction in a number of things? What are these things? And uh, as there's that uh, dissatisfaction, 
do you have in mind what needs to happen? And uh, have you now taken a decision on what you need to do? So uh, it is important uh, to not have be at one stage, but uh, to have all these stages incorporated so that even as uh, we talk about the action, the action is uh, following uh, uh, this uh, uh, fast uh, process uh, of uh, which is mental. Uh, so the physical, now the action will follow. So let's go before God in prayer. Mighty and everlasting Father in Jesus' name, we want to thank you for the word that uh, you've given us this year that uh, we need to expand uh, the praise of our tent, uh, that we need to prepare for increase because you are going to bring increase even as you have promised in your word. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I want to pray that you create in each one of us uh, a desire for change, that there will be dissatisfaction in the status quo and uh, as uh, we are dissatisfied, I will prayerfully seek you and uh, uh, you give us uh, ideas uh, on uh, what could be done. And uh, we will uh, formulate these ideas into decisions and action points uh, for the way forward, O King of Glory. The Lord, uh, we will be able uh, to overcome the stagnation, stagnation that uh, uh, is 